<laughs> Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. What is that? That sounds like somebody's blowing into their microphone. Hang on. That's me. I'm, that's oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Absolutely can't. No, you're not allowed. Oh my goodness! And in in case anybody hasn't uh, hasn't like really like oh gosh woken up yet. Good morning to those of you who are waking up. Good afternoon to those of you who are ready for tea. And good evening to wherever you are in the world. Um, we are going to have a show today about brilliance. And what if your brilliance is the key to? Oh, creating greater, creating a greater world, creating something so incredibly deliciously different that um, we we can't even imagine what it looks like, that we don't even know what that means. Um, that's really yummy to me. <laughs> so, so I'm going to jump right in. Um, today we are actually pre-recording this show so that we could all be here at the same time, same A to Zen channel. And um, so I ordinarily would ask you to call in uh, or join us in the chat, and that won't be you won't hear me say that today. So the normal housekeeping doesn't necessarily apply for this episode. And uh, if you are listening in the future and you can't really play in the chat room anyway, thank you for contributing to this conversation however you're doing it, whenever and wherever you are doing it and being it. And just know that we're grateful and thank you for choosing to even consider the possibility of the brilliance of you. So when was the last time you truly acknowledged your brilliance? And when did we stop doing that? Like, when did that become, like, something extra that we had to do? How old were we when we began dimming our light? Oh, that could, we could do a whole show on that topic. Um, what could we change in the world, and what change could we be for the world if we were to embrace how awesomely brilliant we truly are? So what if now is the time to stop hiding your brilliance and shine it out without apology or justification? <laughs> are you willing to be that bold? Are you willing to embrace your brilliance? So this week, in case you didn't hear me the first time, I am welcoming Betsy McLaughlin and Alan Jones, <laughs> and we're going to explore choosing brilliance. It's easy to say, right? Well, it could be easy mm -hmm. to say, depending on, you know, language barriers. <laughs> but, <laughs> but is it easy for people to do? And in case you don't know any of either of my two amazing co-hosts, or, well, I co-host guests, 
they're they're my beautiful friends. <laughs> These people I'm playing with today, they are both also hosts here on A2Zen, and you can look up their show information as well as a little more about them. Alan is one of the amazing co-hosts of the show Playground of Possibilities. It airs on Mondays at 10 a.m. Eastern, and uh, Bessie is one of the co-hosts of another brilliant show we have on Mondays called Imperfect Brilliance <laughs> with her co-hosts, Sadie Lake and Kathy Williams, and they air at now 2 o'clock Eastern, correct? Yes. On Mondays? Yeah, 2 o'clock Eastern on Mondays. So you can also go to their radio show pages, and the, the links to their websites are also here on this, will be here on this replay page as well. So... Without further mishimashi, let's play with brilliance, shall we, my my darlings? <laughs> let's get brilliant about brilliance. That's what I say. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how are I love it. you acknowledging your brilliance? Do you know what? It's funny when you were when we were reading the the write up. You know, you said when did we stop being brilliant? or acknowledging our brilliance or starting to cut bits off of our brilliance. Do you know, I, I don't know about other people, but for me, I know I started to do it when I was about three. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because there was this whole thing in my family that you couldn't outshine, you know, I could not outshine my parents or my mother specifically because she would tell me I was being unkind and that that I hate any I'm really so not willing to be unkind and I know I, that's kind of my um that's something I really I kind of perhaps need to work on but there is that when she would tell me I was being unkind for or being big-headed or all of this other stuff that she would say so I was like oh my god maybe it really is unkind to acknowledge my brilliance and and so I just started to, every time she said something about oh you're showing off or stop being a big head or whatever it was or oh you're really clever aren't you nobody likes a big head so I'd get all of this abuse wow. yeah can you feel the charge on that wow. and um <laughs> Clearly, I've got, you know, I've let go of all of that. Um, and so, it's, it's kind of created this kind of barb in my life that whenever anyone tells me I'm being unkind, I immediately go to the wrongness and think, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, and I start to kind of cut bits off that someone's told me is being yeah. unkind. So and wow. when it comes to my brilliance, then how much of that is still sitting there in this kind of dark room that I've shoved in as being an unkindness and how many other people can relate to this who are listening to this call now mm -hmm. <sighs> wow wow time to knock that shit on the head <laughs> I'm brilliant I kind of my brilliance it's a capacity <laughs> well yes and it was, it was funny as you were talking like the word that had the big charge for me was big head like isn't that interesting that uh and you know how many um gosh there's the word arrogance there's the word self-centered there's the uh the other phrase the there are so many interesting names that i find we have created to um refer to someone who's basically like gotten too full of themselves quote-unquote too big um, for your boots. Too, yeah. <laughs> and, and here in the States, we also say too big for your britches. Of course. Right. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so what, I wonder what it is that the resistance to brilliance comes from. Not that we have to get really cerebral about it, but what is your – Betsy, what, what did you experience wow. with your brilliance? <laughs> 
Yeah, this is kind of the same thing as Alan. You know, I definitely was told to tone it down, um, you know, knock it off. And, you know, I can think as a child just so many different places where that was said to me. So I learned to almost like, you know, I'm seeing a visual of like the turtle with the head coming out of the shell, you know, and then the head goes back in because like, oops, you know, I'm I'm getting mm-hmm. yelled at for being me. And so, it, you know, kind of you would, I would just be in the state of confusion sometimes like well, what did my, what did I do wrong like I don't get it I you know it, it wasn't like I was you know drawing all over the walls or something it's like I what was I doing and I could never understand that so you know you can see how that sets you up as a child to be like yeah. um what do I do now right so you shrink and you constrict and you contract and you're not you and you try to emulate others and you're the chameleon uh, you know, of pr- epic proportions, you know, for each situation that you're in, what color are these people? Okay, I'm going to turn green and fit in here. And then you go to the next room and what color are the people in this room? Oh, they're polka dots. Well, I can do polka dots, you know. So <laughs> that oh, was yeah. something I became very, very good at. Wow. And and chameleon is another word, Um People have used mm-hmm. that to describe many of us, I would imagine. And and I think in yes. many cases they've used it as a positive sort of thing, which is kind of funny that brilliance isn't really considered a, <laughs> a positive sort of acknowledgement. Um, but a yeah. word like chameleon is, you know, or can be. Yes. We talk about yeah. being the energies required. And how brilliant is it that we as children, we learn very quickly to navigate uh-huh. those energies um, with becoming those energies that we are perceiving are allowed within our tribes or our families. Mm-hmm. Um, I know both of you have shared, you know, different stories about your experiences on your shows through different episodes. And then we've all had, the three of us have also had co- different conversations about that. So, okay, so, what is this interesting energy coming up? Is this resistance? Is this um, like it's? Well, it's how many like people don't want to look at it? How yeah. many people in the past who have become kind of well-known, famous, infamous, however you want to describe it, for being brilliant, and have also been absolutely slated, judged, killed, maimed? you know, right. terrorized. I mean, how many celebrity, how many celebrity magazines are right. there out there with people going, oh my God, look at her stretch box. Oh my God, look at the size of his ass. Uh, or, you know, she's <laughs> yeah. done this and he's done that. Look at what he's wearing and look what she's wearing. And oh my God, that place she was in was really crap. And oh my God, he's such a, and it's like, or Plato, <laughs> who was, you know, it's like how many people in the past yeah. who've been brilliant have been absolutely, oh, they've been shot. Look at, you know, Kennedy, mm-hmm. um, Martin Luther King, you know, what's his name, Lennon, uh-huh. you know, it's like, so yeah. well, how terrified are we of putting our head above the parapet because, and being brilliant, because someone somewhere, well, actually, let's just play with that, because yeah. I'm going to really, I'm going to really yeah. be controversial, someone somewhere hates you anyway, right, so, right. Yeah. <laughs> someone, yeah. right, so, yeah. you, it's just going to be a bit more blatant if you put your head over there, and you don't, you don't, you know, but then you have those celebrities who don't, who just don't engage. They just don't let, they, they're in total allowance of it. They just don't engage yes. with it. So, but yeah, there are people who hate you because you're both women and you're both strong women and you have your own business and you do all that stuff and you don't wear headscarves or you do wear headscarves or, you know, it's like someone somewhere is going to hate you for something. 
So people, yeah. people in England might hate yeah. you because you're American. <laughs> you know, that's not <laughs> unusual. Did I, did I say that out loud? You but, did. You said that. <laughs> gee, you're going to have to spank me for that one. Just, um, just speaking the truth there. <laughs> there are people who don't like us Americans. <laughs> yeah, and there are people who hate the British for being arrogant. And, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it is hilarious to me. Like, So brilliant is often associated with weird or strange or, um, oh, what's that word? uh, eclectic Um, what are some of the other words because as you were naming those people I was thinking about you know look at these interesting stories eccentric yes Um, Mm. so isn't it interesting that there is almost this sort of um, condition that is projected onto brilliance that for brilliance to be acknowledged like there, there also has to be something like quirky or wrong, quote-unquote, yeah. with that person. Mm-hmm. Isn't yeah, that yeah. a defect? Because that's it. It's like you look at someone who's brilliant <laughs> and then you go, okay, so what's their defect? What's wrong with them? Because wow. that way I can feel better about myself. Wow. that You guys, that is cavernously huge. Mm. Oh, my God. Like, wow. You just this enormous vein of something. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, wow. And, so, you know, in, wow. in the cut of a diamond, right, there's even all these different definitions of the brilliance, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't, yes. So that, you know, the, the, and they mark, they mark how valuable a diamond is by the cut and the brilliance and the clarity. Uh, so, God, Lord, how many, wow, how many levels and how many definitions of our brilliance do we do of ourselves and others and I am getting chills from head to toe right now you guys we, like <laughs> this enor- wow I feel like we've I don't even have a word for how <laughs> how wow. like, enormous of a something we've like busted open mm-hmm. yes wow holy moly so I've gone to etymology online because you know I I would do that because that's me, um, and I know that's something we have in common. And that's why we adore you. I, You're brilliant at etymology. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just want to play with a little bit of where some of like what the energy of this word has been. So like from the 1680s, from the French as an adjective, from the French um, version of brilliant, meaning sparkling, shining. Uh, the present part of t- participle of brillier to shine uh, from the Italian brillari or to sparkle or whirl <laughs> w-h-i-r-l that's interesting perhaps from uh, vulgar Latin to shine like a I don't even know what this word is a beryllus so it's in a, okay. there's a, another reference to precious stone so kind of what you were just referring to Betsy um, and in reference to diamonds it means a flat topped cut invented in 17th century by Venetian cutter Vincenzo Peruzzi. Um, as a noun, well, let's see if there's another anything interesting. Fucking that's, awesome. That's <laughs> really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, so is there something that we've like created this interesting sort of energetic mechanism that uh, kind of like both of you were talking about when you were kids and you were just being that, you know, spontaneous, uh, joyful, exuberant child that there was something put in place that 
to, to dull that shine, to put that light out. Uh-huh. Do you know, as you talk about the word diamond, there's a whole load of things that kind of stream into my awareness. Um, first of all, it's like in England, we have a phrase called rough diamond. He's a rough diamond. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you've got to be a rough diamond to be accepted. You've got to have some rough part and then people will accept you. And how do you create a diamond? You create you create it by crushing coal or carbon. So how much have we decided we have to crush ourselves in order to create and, and reveal the brilliance? We wow. Have? Yeah, it's wow. extreme pressure. Yeah. Right. Isn't that interesting? Oh, Sorry, that, I know that's a bit of a tangent, but that was what was streaming into my awareness as you yeah, were talking about yeah. diamonds. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I think that also kind of goes with what we were picking up with this, the quirky thing, like in order to acknowledge someone's brilliance or acknowledge someone as brilliant in the social scheme of things, there's usually this um, second something like that, whatever's weird about them. And, and as you were saying, uh, I'm making the point about the roughness and the intensity, there's almost like, well, if they have some reason to suffer or, have to deal with a great amount of pressure or stress or, you know, then they proof themselves, they proof, and then we can acknowledge their brilliance, you know. Yeah. And uh, yet, yeah. like, uh-huh. look at all the inventions. I mean, talk to Thomas Edison and uh, Tesla and, um, God, uh, as you were saying, Plato and Socrates, and look at look at all of, whether it's literature or some system that they've, that's been invented, um, like, wow, and, and it's just, it's even becoming... In my awareness, as I'm saying this, I'm I've only said men's names, you know. So it's like that's a whole other aspect of mm-hmm. this, whatever this is, you know. When we when we look at okay, is it a man or a woman, and what's acceptable to be brilliant as a man, and what's acceptable to be brilliant as a woman, or be perceived or acknowledged as brilliant as a man or a yeah. woman? Like, are there different standards that have been put in place? Um, well, you could be brilliant as a woman as long as you have a man in front of you. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> right. Because right. there's always, you know, the power behind the throne. She can't be openly brilliant. Well, you know, tell that to Queen Victoria, Queen Elizabeth. Right. The right. first, not the second. <laughs> I hate and turned. Oh, you my know, goodness. Look at Marie Curie. Marie Curie was a woman, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like, there are quite few. Very interesting. Mm. Wow. And yet, like, look at the, you know, with, in the last three decades, or four decades, really, um, for some reason, the movie Joy just came to my awareness, you know, all about a woman who has built an empire with her brilliance and her creations um, uh-huh. globally <laughs> as well and did not necessarily do it through the mainstream. So, mm. wow. So so just, I know that, Betsy, you have, um, you have, wow. So, okay, hang on. Energy's just changing <laughs> so fast. All right. Whatever we tapped into, let's just acknowledge that. How cool is it that yes. uh, we just jumped right in here and like cracked open a big old huge egg of something? Um, so I want to invite all the listeners and us. <laughs> to, we're about to take our break, and what if for just these next few minutes we could cognitively, consciously allow ourselves to let go of any expectation or projection that we have attached to being brilliant in the world as who we naturally, organically, truly be. 
And I wonder what energies would be able to reveal themselves to us mm. if we were willing to do that. So I'm inviting you to take all of the labels and and all of the insults that have been hurled at us, at you and at us, um, all of the derogatory remarks and all of the obstacles that have been thrown at you. And I wonder if we took all the significance off of that, what else could we become aware of for the rest of this conversation? Mm. And what else could we be changing? Beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. So, my friends, you are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm Keisha Clark, and I'm here today with brilliant Betsy and brilliant Alan and our brilliant producer, Miss Rhonda Burns. <laughs> We're all <laughs> creating this amazing conversation. How does it get even better? And we will be right back after these messages. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, in the U.K. at 033-0001, 0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. (laughs) Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on a2zen.fm I am Keisha Clark and I'm still here with my brilliant friends Alan Jones and Betsy McLaughlin, and we, oh my gosh, have just kind of like, I think we just jumped into the massively deep ocean end of this topic. 
<laughs> for the first segment. So um, we had, we, wow, we've been to some really interesting places already. Of course, that doesn't necessarily surprise me. Um, so over the break, I this question came up for me about um, when we are choosing or acknowledging our brilliance, does it, does it obligate us to something? I wonder if that's like this reason or justification that a lot of people also use um, to sort of not see it, not choose it, not <laughs> not even like want to see it. Um, how does that land for either of you? Most definitely. I, I, I get as well, it's, it's like, what's the cost? What have we decided the cost of being brilliant is? And yeah. are we willing to pay it? Isn't that and yeah, it's like do you know do we have enough of? Have we decided we have enough of whatever it is that we you know will ever it will ever cost us? You know our home, our dignity, our family, or whatever it is. Like what sacrifices have we decided we have to make? So there is like when when I'm being brilliant, because again you know how much of it is it put on football players and and celebrities that when you step into the public space you are then obligated to behave in a particular way yeah. so as to set yeah. an example to everyone else otherwise no one wants to know you they kind of i mean i remember julian clary once being doing <laughs> he was off his head on on something and he he was doing this awards program and, and he said <laughs> he was he was a bit delayed coming on stage and he said i'm so sorry i'm late i was out the back fisting with norman lamont now uh, norman lamont was was was, <laughs> was one of the politicians in the government at the time and you know this comment just just silenced the whole auditorium <laughs> and, sure. and you know nobody hired julian clary for about four years after that because he wow. made this mass, and it was a boo boo, and he shouldn't have said it. But mm-hmm. well, and there is no should. He, you know, perhaps he didn't ask a question. If I said this, right? Like, okay. And, you know, he wrote about it. He said, you know, I do regret saying it. For me, it's like, well, you, there's no point having regrets. It is what it is. But you know, you can make one faux pas like that, and the whole, but everyone turns against you and hates you. you. Think, oh my God! So if I do that. I don't ever want to be in that position where I have the obligation to behave in a particular way that society tells me I should. Otherwise, no one is going to come to me anyway. Wow. <sighs> and so here's my next thing that's coming up. It's like, when did brilliant become the difference rather than it, it being the norm? Yeah. <laughs> like, look how brilliant we all, each person, every creature on this planet has a brilliance. And if we apply it in this in this context of, bright and and shining and um amazing and you know not necessarily specifically connected to a, a person's IQ <laughs> um right like when did we when did brilliance become the exception rather than the rule yeah yeah so well and i just and i just heard this question or this this thought you know how many of us have this feeling that if you're brilliant, you're going to have a target on your back, like Alan was just saying. Right. And I just like but, see yeah. this bullseye. You know, there's a target on your back, and you know, like if you're being brilliant, how many people are attempting to pull you down? Mm-hmm. Oh, there you is know, some and, very interesting. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So, so I I kind of get a little nudge that we might. Uh, integrate now some of what 
the two of you are embarking on because um, <laughs> I think it's brilliant. And I wonder if if that's you know part of what you're aware of is the desire that um, more people are having now out loud in the world. Um, like how many of us know? We know we are not stupid people. We know we have something to offer the world. We know. We know like we know like we know. And we, how many people create really unpleasant, unhappy lives for, I don't, for whatever reason they choose it? I mean, I've chosen some of those brilliant things in my time too. Brilliantly <laughs> messy rather than brilliantly beautiful per se. Um, yeah, so, so I think we might just like let folks know something that the two of you are up to. Shall we? <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> You're about to launch a brand new program, are you not? Well, I I think we are. Is that right, isn't it, Betsy? Yes. <laughs> Actually, we are. And we've had so much fun creating this and really playing yeah. in the energy of brilliance. Uh, we have a, it's called the Brilliantpreneur Academy. Mm-hmm. And um, it it was created after a three call series we, um, that we did. What was the name of that? To embrace your brilliance. Yes. And in it, so it has kind of been this beautiful unfolding and gathering of amazing, amazing um, possibilities. And we have what, we, what did we've got a what we are calling a Brill Zoom. Which is a Zoominar to tomorrow, with May twenty fifth. Yes. Right. Yes. That's okay. Tomorrow. And before the airing of the show. Okay. Oops. So this show Sorry. will be after that. So, <laughs> so okay. okay. It will have happened. happened. Well, they can still watch <laughs> it. I'm sure we'll. Absolutely, we will have a recording of our Brill Zoom up, um, which will explain a little bit about what we have created. And um, for the Brill, Brilliantpreneur Academy itself, we've got several different uh, possibilities of what people can choose. So, um, yeah, why don't you say a little bit as well, Alan? Sure. Um, so, without kind of giving you too much detail, because obviously, well, actually, well, because you, well, you want, sorry, I'm, I'm kind of talking back in time now, That's aren't okay. I? So, so by the time you hear this, you may well have seen our Zoom, and if not, let's share that with you. Um, so we 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 we're set, a mess. We're a brilliant mess. We are a brilliant mess, and do you know what? We're brilliant at fucking up, and that's okay because we're brilliant at laughing at it. So the, the brilliant leadership yeah. academy was. You know, it was was set up because you know we had a huge amount of fun with the three part telly series, which you can still actually purchase, by the way, if you wanted a little bit of a taster. Um, oh. And ha ha ha! And so we we just had this massive awareness that people wanted, really wanted more. People loved the series who were on it, and they wanted to tap into it more, and also receive regular kind of more regular support as they were going through it than just a three-part series. I mean, it blew me and Betsy away just how well it was received. It was it was awesome. So, okay. again, we were really kind of aware that not everyone at the moment is, you know, kind of the finances are different for different people. So we set it at three different levels so that it, there's something there, we think, for everyone. So there's they're kind of what we call phenomenators, which I really love. Betsy's just so great with words. <laughs> And fun, I'm a phenomenator. So 
with with the phenomenators, you know, they get um, uh, uh, we're calling it Brill Play, which again I really love. So you'll get kind of exercises and tools and stuff that we will email you to you every week. There's a Facebook group that you can come and kind of play with, and you know, we give you support and ongoing kind of uh, facilitation in the group. There'll be processes and clearings in that group, and you get the audio loop of that at the end of the month. And that's just, and there'll also be a few surprise bonuses too. But the, and that's for 27 US a month, and that's just ongoing. So then we then we kind of stepped it up a bit for people who who you know kind of a little bit more kind of in the money, as it were. And we we have something called Brilliant Ship, and you get everything that you get with the Phenomenator, and you also get a monthly coaching call, a recording of the call, more processes from there. So you know, there's there's some really awesome stuff in there as well right. so you, you you again in the in the monthly call um we'll be facilitating you on what's going on for you so you get to talk about your stuff yeah and yeah, here's the most be... oh sorry oh, go go, go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a little right. drum roll there's a drum roll when we say go when we say... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'll shut up i'm talking all over you i'm so sorry it's me um i, I i'm just curious is mm. it for people who just want to start a business? Because we have the name Brilliantpreneur. So right. I, I wonder if some folks might be wondering, well, I'm I'm not starting a business, so does this apply for me? Um, awesome question. And the answer is mm -hmm. no, you don't have to be a business. It's like the the brilliant the brilliance ship. This is why we called it brilliance ship. It's about in kind of integrating all of the brilliance that you be in every area of your life. So yeah. where are you brilliant in relationships right. or, you know, creating a home or having fun with your kind of art or, you know, just in everyday life with your money flows, with your body, with, with everything. So it's like, that's what that's. So those are both the first two kind of levels of this, as it were, are ongoing. There's no end to it. We'll just keep doing it as long as it's fun. So it's a subscribed service. So for $47, you get all of that and you don't have to have a business. If you have a brilliant business or you have a business that you think is brilliant or whatever it is, then we have something called the Brilliantpreneurs. Woo! <laughs> so the Brilliantpreneurs, again, <laughs> you get everything you get with the other two bits plus you get your, another special private Facebook group just for you. How did you get so lucky? Ooh. You also have, uh -huh. so it's a six-month program. You have six private sessions with me and Betsy, starting off with a two-hour two session and one session a month with, with either one of us, um, where, again, we really get in-depth and and focused on what's, what's going on for you specifically with getting your brilliance and your business out into the world. So okay. that really is for those people who want that right. tailored kind of support. Right, whether you're starting a business or you've got yep. one already or you have no idea what you're doing or anywhere in between. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So there's something for everyone. I feel like we've been on a game show. And yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> behind drawer number one. And this I love that. The Brilliantpreneurs is, is $77 a month. So again, it's like they're not, they're not overly priced. And, and what I yeah. would say about all of these is, you know, one of them is not better than another one. It's like, what, what works for you? We have no totally. point of view about what you choose, but right. you know, it, it's kind of up to you what would work for you. And, you know, let's just have some fun getting our brilliance out into the world. And I'm so excited about some of the bonus kind of things that we've got kind of to offer oh, yeah. people that are 
just they're just and it's pragmatic that's the other thing about all of this we wanted to make it as yeah. pragmatic as possible it's not all just yeah. about the clearings it's giving Fabulous. you tools to, to change and them. i mm. would uh venture to say for folks who are uh moving in the direction of a business creating it maintaining it or starting it or whatever they're you know at whatever stage it doesn't really matter your uh membership to a program like this is very likely a tax deductible expense for your business so that might be just a little something fun to throw into the mix there folks i could kiss so. you keisha for that thank you <laughs> <laughs> so how does it get even more better more brilliant more yummy more awesome uh and so i'm curious now the two of you like what brought brilliance up for the two of you when you were playing with the energies of creating together god can you remember wow. <laughs> do you know what was really funny is we had a number of conversations didn't we betsy where you know yes. we were talking and we were making notes and then we kind of it was just so the energy of when we when we first started talking about this was so intense and so massive yes. that mm -hmm. i don't think either of us could really retain much of what we talked about even though we've made notes <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest thing. We like complete. We had this amazing conversation. I was driving. We didn't record it. Uh, we thought we would remember, and it was gone. Yeah. <laughs> but it came back. It did. It came back to us. It was the funniest thing. So yeah, in just in our conversations and in asking a lot of questions about, you know, what desired to be created. This just like like Ellen said was amazing what it was demanding wow. and you know we've just had so much fun playing with it and and um, letting it be the brilliance it desired to be. Yeah. Yeah. That is beautiful. Wow. <laughs> and and if what we were tapping into in the first segment is any indication, uh, right? There's quite a there's quite a desire to break free from that. <laughs> bondage of the, yes. the pseudo brilliance <laughs> all the ridiculousness that gets put on the brilliance and just be it just have it so yeah what would yes. that be like to have ease with our brilliance um wow this is um it kind of feels like a good spot to have our next break let everybody take a breath and um just let this energy sort of kind of sprinkle over all of us and um yeah, so uh, when we get back, let's let's play some more with there's this, there's this really interesting energy of like, what will it take to choose this? What what would it be like to choose this? And and so can we can we are you guys up for playing a little bit more with that? Oh God, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yay. So awesome, you uh, so friends. Again, over the break, keep breathing and. Um, just allow this to kind of land where it lands for you. And, and if you, again, took all the significance off of anything that it should have to mean, um, and just even be willing to allow for the possibility that you have a brilliance, that you are a brilliance, um, that you be a brilliance, and, and it, it, that's really, there's nothing required. What if there's nothing required? What if there is nothing required? It's a choice. Huh? Let's play with that when we get back. You're listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. 
I'm Keisha Clark here with Betsy McLaughlin, Ellen Jones, and our beautiful Rhonda Burns. And we will be right back after these messages. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. Do you know a child who is frustrated and disruptive in class, who struggles to connect, who's bright but still not making the grade? Have you ever wished that there were a kinder, gentler way to support children with difficulties in school or at home? Many children find Access Bars is benefiting them greatly. A study is being conducted to document findings in an effort to assist kids everywhere with these life-changing benefits. Will you donate and help to assist kids thrive? Visit www.accessyourbrilliance.com to support our study. What else is possible for kids now more than ever? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at A2Zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com now back to our show <laughs> welcome back to living well here on a2zen.fm this is Keisha me I am Keisha <laughs> in this 10 seconds and I'm here today <laughs> I'm here today with Betsy McLaughlin and Alan Jones we're playing with brilliant we're playing with what is brilliance and like is it some strange disease you have to get <laughs> or do you get a disease if you claim it um, and it's and, and they have given us uh, just a little taste of their fantastic new program that they are bringing into the world and um I believe if you've got a link for people to sign up, if we don't have it on the replay page, can we please put it on the replay page if you guys could get that to us? You um, can. Absolutely. Well, we both have a page on our website. So um, if you go for me, if you go to uh, HTTP, so anyway, just go to, it says Alan, A-L-U-N hyphen Jones, okay. J-O-N-E-S yep. dot com. Cool. There is a link okay. there called the Brilliantpreneurship Academy. You'll see it. So it's alan-jones.com, and it's in there. And I'm sure Betsy, I know Betsy, you created a page as well, didn't you, my love? Yes, I awesome. certainly did. And 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 my website is creatingyumminess.com. So you can sit <laughs> there. Where you can also find us on Facebook. We're kind of it's kind of all over the place. But thank okay. you so much, okay, Keisha, so for 
you know, the invitation and allowing us to talk about this amazing topic today. My pleasure. (laughs) Um, And we do have folks, both of those links are on this replay page, so all you got to do is scroll down and click, and you can get to those pages. Um, So, wow, over the break, um, another little interesting something kind of popped in. uh, When we're talking about what if nothing is required to be brilliant, um, and and something that I, I had like this memory of hearing my mother talk about how stupid she was, and 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 really being not as a joke. She was, you know, it was really an unkindness to herself that I was witnessing her yeah. choose. And um, how many of us have been so present with that abusive pattern uh, that? we have learned how to mimic that or we've learned how to adopt it and adapt it and make it sort of our default rather than being present with who are we and and what do we bring to this party? What do we want to bring to this party? Um, so it was just a very interesting energy when that memory came up. And I thought, how how many times do we try to convince ourselves and how many ways do we try to convince ourselves that we are stupid when what is really what I now perceive what is going on is that we're actually choosing to make ourselves stupid Uh so can you really be stupid is that really a possibility like we show up in these brilliant bodies we create these amazing lives the beings with the bodies like is there anything really stupid about that we can make some choices that aren't so bright (laughs) <laughs> I've you know, certainly um, done that. <laughs> what I, what I, so one thing that you were talking about all of that is, you know, when we when we when we grow up around people who are that unkind to themselves, um, you know, for me, I, I know it's it's like because there's all this thing around you are unkind. So where are we trying to be kind by limiting ourselves, by copying? Oh, that's mm-hmm. the way my mother does it. Therefore, it'd be really unkind. I don't want to invalidate her or yeah. him or whoever it is yeah. who's doing it. So where do we kind of bastardize all of that? Because we're trying to be kind and trying to be nice. Yeah. You know, we've done, we've had this conversation before about the difference between nice and kind. It's like, so we mm-hmm. cut off. And we, make, we do make ourselves stupid. We cut off our brilliance. As I was walking this morning, this this kind of I'm going to create a graphic from this, but it kind of basically what was in my head. The words were, "You are more brilliant than you think you are, and you're only ever as brilliant as you're willing to acknowledge you are." Because <laughs> I love that, right? Because there's a it's what? for me it's just, <laughs> right because we are more brilliant than we think we are. Because you know, our we when thinking is thinking, but we can only be as brilliant. Yeah as we're willing to acknowledge that we are. Because the more we acknowledge our brilliance, the more it can show up. But the less we're willing to acknowledge our brilliance, the more we lock it away. Yeah, I love that. I love Mm. that. And, you know, something that came in for me, too, um, with where we've gone today in this conversation, I almost feel like um, the the shell of a hard-boiled egg Right, I, f- I definitely can feel like some things are cracking open for mm-hmm. me that I didn't even mm-hmm. realize I had a shell around. And no. in that, you know, and being willing to be seen even more, like what does that, what is that gift <laughs> for myself yeah. as well as 
you know, everyone else. Because, you know, when you're willing to be seen and you're willing to be vulnerable and you're willing to be judged, whatever it is, mm-hmm. right, and without the point of view or, or reaction to whatever other people think, do, or say around that, yeah. Yeah. what invitation is that for everybody else to embrace their brilliance? Mm-hmm. Always amazed me because um, you know when we, I like to put things in sort of uh, metaphor and analogy and things like that. And so for me, uh, a big point of reference has always been bodies and how bodies function or how nature functions. And as you were saying that, I was reminded of how you know what if you don't see something like all of the cells of our heart or our liver or our kidneys. You, you don't see like a thirty percent <laughs> count of our cells and our kidneys go. I don't want to be a kidney cell today. I, I don't you know, they, right. the brilliance right. they bring is they be a kidney cell and, and they are contributing to the kidney and they do what they do so that the kidney can function, you know, and then the kidney right. functions when it functions well, you know, it is contributing to the body. And, and so like where that, that thing about shining, like when we're not choosing to be that and, and, and it doesn't have to be this gargantuan choice it's like what if it's just you know smiling at the barista when you get your coffee what if it's thanking the the chef for making your dinner what if it's uh-huh. uh, walking someone across the road what if it's just you know a smile as you pass somebody it doesn't have to be this monumental gesture or or action you know yes it could also be you donate a million dollars to a foundation how fabulous would it be to be doing that you know um, so I was just getting how how much unkindness we're creating when we're not choosing to shine that brilliance, to be the brilliance we are, to choose our brilliance. Well, there it is. It's like when we try not to be unkind, by so we hide our brilliance. As you said, the, the actual that's a bastardization of it because what we're really doing is we're being unkind to ourselves by cutting it off. We're being unkind to the world because the world asked us. You know, the world requires mm-hmm. us to be our brilliance. And mm-hmm. are we really? And this is not about getting into judgment, but are we really, really going to make ourselves stupid and dumb ourselves down because we're scared of a little bit of judgment when actually the world requires our brilliance if human life on this planet wants to survive? Because there it is. It's like, and I know that's really hard hitting, but look, you know, it, the world will survive, you know, but humankind oh, won't. Yeah. So we've something's got to change. You've yeah. got to have more kindness in the world, and that starts with kindness with ourselves. So, and what if that's the free will thing? Yeah, totally. It's really, is. Just, we get to choose. Our free will is that we get to choose. So, what do we want to choose? You know, like, and and I I get the eye roll that occurs for a lot of people because I've totally been one of the eye rollers when I when I've heard that a number <laughs> of times. Mm. And what if that is really what it is? It's 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 that we can actually choose to put our creative brilliance and our magnificence into generativeness or destructiveness. It's it's a choice. Yeah. And wow, I'm just getting more. I, and I say this, I'm about to, on the day that we are actually recording this show, um, if anyone hasn't heard me talk about, I'm about to embark in a new venture with the delicious Rhonda Burns, who's our producer for this particular show. Um, we're entering into a venture called Sexually Speaking, and it's a weekly web show. And the two of us have had 
to make some choices, some very interesting and intense choices um, to get to this place. Because, of course, we're going to be talking about sex. We're going to be talking about all things sex and the sex of everything. And we bring a very different perspective and, and set of possibilities, uh, a range of possibilities to play with, um, to offer people to play with in their lives and with their bodies. And we are very aware that there's a lot of resistance to choosing that as well. So I was just kind of getting a little nudge from the universe of high five, sister, keep going. And, and for all of us on this, yeah, in this conversation absolutely. and everyone listening, like what is it that you are being offered the possibilities to play with that only you can expand into even more of what is desiring to be created because you bring that special ingredient. You bring that, uh, that perfect pitch, that perfect something that is required to create what is desiring to be created, such as what Alan and Betsy are creating mm. with Brilliantpreneurs and such as what Rhonda and I are creating with Sexually Speaking and what many of the hosts on this station alone are creating, um, not to mention many of the brilliant people around the world. So what if we could just acknowledge that? Could, would we be willing to start there and acknowledge the, the possibility that you do bring something unique and amazing and it is required what if it is required mm. that you choose? Oh, so what if? We have about a minute, what if? guys. What if? <laughs> so I just want to throw each of you a, a hot potato. And, like, what is one question you would love to, to <laughs> leave our listeners with to into their brilliance, to just invite them? Awesome. Um, are you ready to embrace your brilliance? <laughs> <laughs> I, for me, I would... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Cut again. Uh, uh, for me, the question I would love to leave them with is: if you if you knew that you were brilliant at everything, what would you choose? Wow. Nice. Perfect. You guys, I'm so grateful. I'm just so grateful. Thank you for choosing your brilliant and sharing it with the world and everybody listening. What would it be like for you to simply begin to acknowledge you are brilliant and you be brilliant? And we are asking you to join the more of us that are willing to choose it. What could that be creating in your life, your body, your business, your bank account, and in the mm. world? We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank, you. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for Thank listening you. in today to Living Well you. with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?